Like you wouldn't think you'd have to tell people not to come into work drunk, but you have to tell people that they can't come into work drunk. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about leadership, proactive leadership versus reactive leadership. And this topic really came through uh, because Scott's been doing a lot of coaching calls lately. Yeah, and I've been talking not only to our Academy members, but we have actually opened it up to anybody. We offered a free 30-minute coaching session with myself. And we basically just kind of went through, you know, what's working great for you, what's not going so great, and kind of get you a game plan of how to proceed forward and get you where you needed to be. And we gained so much knowledge from just listening to what you're struggling with. And we're actually looking to make changes in the academy. We're always looking to improve it. Not necessarily changes, I should say, adding things to the academy. So one of the examples we're looking to do is started creating a sales course inside the academy because I was finding people are like nervous in sales. They feel slimy. They don't like doing it. And a lot of that, I think, stems from because they came from the doing aspect of they knew how to do the landscape. They knew how to mowing or whatever it was. But the sales are something they just kind of... Yeah, when you take on the responsibility of your own business, that's just a different role that you probably mm-hmm. never played before. So, yeah, so it's, you know, makes sense to be kind of nervous around taking on something new that you've never had to do. Yeah, so that just really inspired us to start looking at everything we do in the academy because everything we did in the academy initially was based on our experiences, what we mm-hmm. have done and, you know, input from people on the way. Yeah. Um, but now we're looking to add courses that are based towards what you need and... Oh, absolutely. We always want to tailor it to the, you know, what everybody wants mm-hmm. and needs because the, the whole, that's the whole reason yeah. for it yeah. is to get you guys the answers you need to take your business forward. So, yeah. And then the other thing was I found some issues with some leadership, you know, people just, they don't know what they don't know. And, and well, and, once again, that's a role that if you were never the owner of the business before, mm-hmm. if you were just a laborer, just on a crew, mm-hmm. then you never had to step into that role. So it can be something new that you're taking on and maybe having some challenges with. Yeah. So we want to dive into that a little bit here after a word from our sponsors. The only app every landscaper needs, Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy-to-use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners with galleries and project timelines, all from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com slash million or in your app store. If you run a landscape or lawn care business, you know the work never ends. There's customer service, hiring staff, mounds of paperwork. The to-do list just goes on and on. Plus, you still need to do the actual work that pays your bills. Running your entire business with pen and paper alone is just hard and really plain messy. You know you need a better system to stay on top of everything so nothing falls to the cracks. Jobber is a mobile and online app that helps keep your business organized and looking more professional than ever. With Jobber, you can quote jobs, schedule your crews, 
send out invoices, accept payments online, all in one place. You won't know how you ran your business without it. Jobber offers free one-on-one coaching to help get you started, and there's no software experience needed. Get paid on time, go paperless, and impress your customers. Try it for free today at getjobber.com forward slash MDL. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use, and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is, it was built for landscapers. Busy Busy's founder created Busy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. Busy Busy does this better than anyone else. So download Busy Busy today, and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast to get three free months. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So, if you haven't already, go to sendjim.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendjim.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. All right, welcome back. So like Kenny said, we've been doing a lot of free coaching calls here lately and uh, just taking some inputs and just finding out what's you know going great, what's not going so great. And one of the things has been is has been leadership and being proactive versus reactive. And when I start talking to the different people, you know, I'm finding out, I'm asking them certain questions. And a lot of times I find out people are just very reactive in everything they do. And what I mean by that, they're not really planning things out. They're not thinking ahead of what could happen. And they're just very reactive. And some of the people get very upset. I, I know this personally because my dad was like this very much. So he was a very reactive person. Mm-hmm. He was not a very proactive leader. He would never really think about what would come or what would happen if I did this. And uh, I have a pretty good experience with this, I guess. But it, it is pretty common, I'm finding, in, in our industry. And it's not everybody, but... Well, but of a lot of it is just because people haven't been taught. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily something that is uh, innately built into people. Yeah. Uh, it's very just common nature to be reactive. And so if you've never purposely put time and thought into honing your skills as an entrepreneur and becoming more proactive, yeah, then it makes sense that you're not like that. So it's not, it's not like a judgment call. I'm not like, no. oh, these people are bad. It's just something that a lot of people haven't really thought about. Or like you said, you just don't know what you don't know. So they they haven't done it because they didn't really know. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a pretty common theme. And, you know, we get into this business because we have all these dreams of making money and growing this big business and doing whatever. But we end up just finding, uh, finding they're getting just stressed out. They're getting burned out. 
they're not making the money that they wanted to or think they should be doing. And they end up a lot of times just putting out fires all the time, whether it's dealing with customers, dealing with employees, whatever. They're just going and dealing with whatever the issue is here, whatever the issue is here. And they're like, I don't get anything done, mm-hmm. but I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. So it's those like fires that we kind of want to talk about today and just being kind of more fire prevention versus firefighter. <laughs> Can you so, tell Scott is a firefighter? Yeah. A lot of fire talk today. Yeah. Well, and it, it does. It leads back to everything. And Yeah. Well, the quickest and easiest example I can think of is like, say you're running a mower and you never, ever grease it, ever. You've never greased your mower. You can't get mad at that mower for breaking yeah. because that's on you because you didn't think ahead and put in the work to maintain it ahead of time. Yeah. That's like a very simple, simple, yeah. boiled down example. But if you don't do it, then that's one of the fires you're putting out because now yeah. everything's all seized up. Things are breaking. It's like, well, but if you'd had the forethought to go ahead and have some kind of maintenance plan in place, then you wouldn't be dealing with this now. So that's just like, yeah. once again, very simplified, boiled down example. And I actually just came across this quote not too long ago, and I, I really liked it. It took me a little bit to think about it, but it, what it says is it takes a while to turn a large ship even just a few degrees. And really what that kind of means is that you need to start thinking further ahead down the road in your business. Your business is the big ship. Yeah. It's so not, it's, you're not going to turn on a dime. Yeah. You're not going to be able to change directions right away, no matter whatever you're doing. And this is something that I see a lot is of you're not planning ahead, not thinking ahead. Just to kind of give you a quick example is, you know, people are, they're getting complaints about work. You know, they hired a few employees, the workers are going out there and they're just getting complaints about the work, whatever it is. It can be multiple, literally anything. Yeah, it doesn't any, even any, matter what the yeah. job is. But they're just getting all these complaints. So I asked them, you know, did you do training with these people? Well, no, I took them out once and that's it. They just kind of let them go. Well, but training needs to continue all the time. It's it's one of those things that you have to be always training and always talking to your people. And, and probably more than once before you just let them go. And it's having some kind of follow-up with it, having the checklist to make sure they did whatever they're supposed to do, their task. And again, it's that planning out that you have to do. And this is, again, being proactive versus reactive. If you just let them go do their thing, you get a complaint even and you go they yell t- at them. Even if they tell you they know how to do it. Yeah. Even if they tell you they've done it before for another company, Mm -hmm. you at least need to see their work and see what they're doing because Mm -hmm. they might be coming with skills that are awesome that they learned at another business and now that they can apply in your business. Mm -hmm. Or they might be coming to you with a lot of bad habits that they picked up from somewhere else and are now just bringing them to your business. Just because they work somewhere for 20 years doesn't mean they have Doesn't mean they're doing it right. Yeah, so uh, just keep that in mind. And again, it's just... You know, being reactive, what I'm finding is that, you know, these people are going out, they're sending their crews out, they're getting complaints, and they go back and yell at the crews. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And then they, the employees are coming back. Well, I didn't know that. Well, you have to set your employees up to win. Mm-hmm. You have to train them. You have to show them how you expect everything to be done. Then you have to provide them with the checklists and the systems to make sure that they are getting it done how you want it done. Because nobody's going to remember everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the more of that kind of stuff you can do on the front end, yes, it takes time. Yes, it's an investment in time and money because you're going to have to take the time and pay them to be trained. But the more of that you can do up front, the better off you are in the long run. There's undoubtedly something that's going to come up. We're not saying that there's never anything that comes up. But if you can cover the basics of like routine things like Mm -hmm. mulch, plant a tree, whatever, mowing the grass, trimming the edging, whatever, your very, very core things that you do. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot, you know, I I can't use system procedures we do things different you know you do a lot more the same things over and over you dig the patio the same pretty much the same way all the time do the same even base if it's layer. a different shape patio even it's, if it's a different it's, style there are going to be some basic things yeah, that so are the you, same you stand by you this is the way you've done things and this is the way you always do things 
it happens all the time, no matter what. So there's a lot of things. If you really step back and look at those core things of what you do. Another good example that I heard a lot were people that they're at the point in their business, they needed to hire a bookkeeper or secretary and stuff to kind of help out and more so the secretary portion, just to kind of help answer the phones and stuff like that and keep up with the calls. And I, I agree with that. For most of them. However, I reminded them, this is something too that you need to create the procedures for. You need to instruct them how you want your phone censored, how to deal with a customer, or how to put stuff into, you know, your software that you use, whether you use a CRM or, you know, Jabber or whatever types of software you're using. How do they do that? How do they go into that? You can go show them one time, but showing them one time and then you walk away, they're going to be calling you back. So it's, again, it's just not being a firefighter is being, you need to be fire prevention. You need to do things to, to kind of plan out. And, and so I remind people, okay, well, you hire a secretary. Do, do they, you have a thing telling them how to answer the phone? Do you know how to put the invoice in the software? Do you know how to do this and that? And a lot of times they don't, they're not thinking about that. They just, they just think about the immediate solution. I can stop. They'll answer my phones for me and help. I don't have to deal with it. Yes. But you have to show them how you want it done mm-hmm. and how you want to be communicated with. And what you want them to say to customers, because once again, you might think that they would innately know not to be Mm -hmm. crappy and talk back to customers, but people will do it. Yeah. So you just need to be thinking ahead of what could happen, how to handle things uh, rather than just going out. Because it's it's more than just, yeah, they're going to answer the phones, but how? Yep. So just kind of plan things out. This last example kind of goes back to one of our Academy members. This again was just he was kind of being reactive. He didn't plan things out as well as they could have, and they hired some people to work for them. And uh, they noticed that the the work was taking longer than it had in the past when he was out there doing the work. And you know he started trying to figure out what's going on. Started talking to the foreman. The foreman's like, "Well, you know, we're going out now with three people. We were going out two before. The third person's just standing around a lot, and just it's taking him more man hours." So then he started telling them, you know, how to do that, how to handle with a third person, or is there days that you don't need a third person? He's still having some issues. So he sent somebody out to kind of just basically kind of spy on the the employees, (laughs) see what's going on. Found out one of the people was drunk. Found out that he's been drinking. Like you wouldn't think you'd have to tell people not to come into work drunk, but you have to tell people that they can't come into work drunk. So then I asked him, like, so do you have a company handbook, employee handbook in, in place? And they didn't. And this is something we have in the academy because we've dealt with a lot, a lot of people of stuff. don't have employee handbooks, but this is that's really like the the, the holy grail. It's the little like bible of how you're yeah. going to run your employees. Yeah, it's what you can refer back to. Yeah, and it's it's not so much every, you know say ninety nine percent of people know they can't come to work drunk, whether they do or not. Just another thing, but they know. <laughs> you would think they. But yeah. it's how you handle it from there is how you handle the write ups and, and things like that, or if that's something you do immediate termination or whatever it is. But you need to have these things in place for legality reasons. Yes, and that, and that is all in your employee handbook. Mm-hmm. So you can always just refer back to that. It's like, oh, here, if you see on page, you know, mm-hmm. for a first offense, I'm going to have to write you up or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It just gives you that structure mm-hmm. for upholding the accountability. You know, I know some people get stressed out and I, there's people that, you know, you have to have the book written a certain way. But you just have to get started with some of this stuff and just start thinking ahead, planning out ahead. So if I hire employees... What do I need to have in place for the employees? I need to have an employee handbook. I need to have checklists, things where they know what to do. And again, it's just all kind of being proactive and thinking about everything. And I know a lot of it, you don't think about it. You don't think about it until you see Well, this moment. is why we have this all inside of the academy. It's because we have thought about it and we mm-hmm. have it all. At least a bear, uh, every business is going to be different. Uh, oh. yeah, everybody's special. We understand. 
but we have a bare bones structure of here's like the skeleton of what you need to have in place in order to have fully functioning running crews. Mm -hmm. And, but a lot of it just went kind of back to the leadership, you know, where you just had to be thinking ahead and planning ahead of what could go wrong and how to deal with it. Instead of just snapping on employees and yelling at the employees, it doesn't do anything. It's not good for you. It's not good for the employees. Yeah. You're just going to piss them off. Then they're going to leave. Then you got to find somebody else. It just it just creates this vicious cycle. So I just encourage you to just to think ahead a little bit more and be a little more proactive in everything you do in your business versus just kind of jumping. Especially in. if you are seeing a recurring theme of what mm-hmm. is something that keeps happening over and oh, over yeah. and over and over. Sit with it. Think on it for a little minute and be like, okay, what can I do? now to prevent this from continuing to happen over and over? Is it something that I didn't train people to do? Is there a discussion that needs to be had? Is there a system that needs to be put in place? Is there mm-hmm. something as easy as a checklist? What what could you do to prevent these Absolutely. commonly occurring problems? Yeah, I understand, you know, employees mess up or you had a bad experience with a customer, something. but don't jump to conclusions. Don't start yelling them. I always like to take a step back and I like, trust me, I, I've been fuming at times where like, I, I remember I had a one employee that he was out working with me and I told him not to use a pickaxe in one spot because we had lines running through for the waterfalls and everything. And multiple times he was picking at this thing and I yelled at him, stop, stop. And finally he just, he kept doing it. I, I just told him to go away. So I started, I always take a step back after a while and like, look at it. What can I have done different? Is there something I could have done to prevent that? Or is this guy just a complete idiot? You know, is I don't know. Is he just not listening? Yeah. yeah. Is, is, but I always try to take a step back. And it's sometimes it's easy to jump to conclusions to blame the employee, blame the, the customer. It may be, but always take a look back at everything that you're doing and figure out what could I have done to prevent this or stop was this from Was there something you could have done yeah, It could have prevented? Did you explain to him that there was water lines there and he was going to break him? I or? did. Okay. I did. I ended up going back and firing that employee. That okay. Day, well, so. so there you go. But, I, you know, and even the, the customer came out and saw me he saw that i was getting frustrated with this employee and yeah. i was trying to do everything i could not to yell at this guy like scream at this yeah. guy and uh yeah i ended up, ended up getting rid of him at the end of the day yeah. actually i think uh, the other foreman asked me if he could fire him <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it's okay that's a pretty good sign if there's like multiple people that want to fire somebody yeah so <laughs> but well you were just you but, left us hanging with there you didn't yeah. i didn't get it so i didn't up, know we, how the story ended we ended up having to get rid of him but he just wasn't working out he wouldn't listen to it. and it was multiple times throughout the day he just didn't yeah. listen but there are employees that if you go ahead and train that a lot of things could be prevented just because like sometimes they just don't know like yeah. i've talked about this before like if you have a procedure for putting down mulch if you have hired a 18 year old right out of high school that just is working for the summer they're not going to know that you want all the weeds pulled before you put the mulch down mm-hmm. they're not going to know what that they should be putting down like if you put down some kind of um preventative yeah. on fertilizer they are not going to know these things yeah. you're going to have to tell them we jump to conclusions all the time and think they're just idiots. They're fools. They, don't they know just don't know. You've been doing it for so long. It's second nature. But a lot of people, if it's not second nature, mm-hmm. they just they just don't know. No, it, it's not going to go away. But always, like I said, I, I can't stress enough. Just look at and be proactive of everything you do. So. Absolutely. All right. All right. Got, Got some, some questions for I me? I do. All right. It might smack me for this one, but let's see. What happened? What makes you feel old? Um, okay. We just came back from vacation and, uh, I'm now solidly 45. And this was the first time that like, I'm really starting to feel it, uh, hiking up hills and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like before, even if I had been like out of an exercise routine, you know, you're young, you can just like hop right back into it. It's no big deal. 
But I was like, oh, it's becoming very apparent that I need to maybe probably definitely like lose some weight and exercise more often. So I'm not sucking air walking up. Well, because we live um, near the, uh, we're in the Great Lakes. We're in Indiana. So we do a lot of vacations uh, to sand dunes. And so I don't know how much, you know, experience people have with hoofing up, up sand dunes, but they'll get you. Yeah. They'll really yeah. get you. Well, I, I noticed the two in the same, this vacation. Actually, <laughs> we're biking. We're doing a bike course with my sons. and Yeah. I felt a little old. I had to back off. I had to let my oldest son. Oh, you were feeling it as well? I was. Oh, I thought you were saying you noticed me being, you know, fat and sucking air. I'm like, well, thank you. (laughs) So, but if you were feeling it too, then I feel a little bit better. I felt the same way. Yeah. But, you know, because, yeah, like in the past, you can just like hop right on and it doesn't even matter. But we're going to have to like, we need to get like some more activity in our life. We do. Or we're going to be hurting on vacation. (laughs) All right. Do you have a favorite coffee mug? If so, what's on it or what makes it your favorite? Um, I do. I'm using it today. Well, it's like the tumbler, the travel tumbler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one you and the boys got me for uh, my birthday or something. It's like a, it's nothing special. It's just like a coral Yeti, but gotcha. I like it because you guys got it for me. So, Okay. Last one. Have you ever had this can't be happening to me moment? If so, what is it? Um, in a good ways or bad way. I mean, have, I've had bad ones. Like we had a, our our son was ill when he was little and had mm. to be choppered to a yeah. hospital. So yeah, watching your child be loaded into a helicopter was one of those yeah. moments. So that was like a bad one. I'm trying to think if there was like any good ones. Nothing's jumping out. Yeah, well, it's easier to remember the, the bad it's ones. It's much easier to remember the mm-hmm. more traumatic bad ones, but. Yeah. I mean, I guess I should say our, I mean, our wedding day, obviously, when I was oh, yeah. standing there gazing into your eyes and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> the luckiest person on the planet you right now. Th- I you can't th- you believe this is happening to me. So, so there, we'll, we'll leave it with that. So. <laughs> we'll just end right there. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Remember, be proactive in everything you do. Have a great one. Bye. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.